the Instructor Podcast with Terry Cook, talking with leaders, innovators, experts and game changers about what drives them. Welcome to the Instructor Podcast. It's great to have you along. Really, really hope you enjoy these episodes, especially the little bonus ones we've been putting out recently. Um, today is another one of those little bonus ones. And if you have subscribed to the show, this will drop into your feed automatically. If you haven't, I suggest that you go and subscribe or follow or whatever it is, wherever you're listening. That way, whenever we release bonus shows, they drop straight in. You don't have to go searching for them. But today we have a wonderful little bonus episode featuring the, the magnificent Annie. And I am not going to say her surname, and you will find out why when we get into the show. But Annie is here to talk primarily about her podcast called Brain on Strike. And that is essentially about the perimenopause and how it affects uh, business owners. And obviously, as driving instructors, that's what we are. So we talk about how uh, we can deal with that and how, as, as a, a man that I'm married to a woman, who I can support her while she's going through this. It's a great episode. If you are struggling with perimenopause, there's uh, links in the show notes to go and listen to all Annie's stuff and get in touch with Annie. If you are not struggling or you've not come across it yet or you will never struggle with it, it's a great episode to listen to because you can then go and provide support to people. But that's enough of me waffling on. Make sure you subscribe and let's get stuck into the show. Welcome to the Instructor Podcast. As always, I am your splendid host of the most. That don't sound right, but I'm going with it. Terry Cook, I am joined today by the wonderful Annie, whose surname I am not going to attempt to pronounce. How are you, Annie, and how do you pronounce your surname? I'm good. Uh, my surname is Jean Dran, so it's French. Jean yeah. Dran. Uh, and that is not getting attempted. And um, But I am going to do one thing, and I apologise in advance, and I really hope you don't just disappear when I say this, but you've known me long enough so that I cannot do a podcast with you without doing this, which is quite simply, Annie, are you okay? Are you yes, okay, I'm... Annie? Yes, I am okay. <laughs> it's kind of a running joke now. It's been yes. for a while. <laughs> um, well, thank you for joining us. It's great to have you on. It was a, a little bit of an impromptu uh, podcast. This one, I wanted to get you on as a bonus episode before this series finished, because I do think that, that it's important what I want to talk about. And, and I know we've agreed beforehand that you're going to come back on as a, a full full length episode for series three when that kicks off. But, yeah. but for now, just to introduce people, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about what you do? Yes. So my name is Annie jean like I just said. I am in Montreal, so that's why you can hear a little accent in my voice. I'm French-Canadian. Canadian. I live in Montreal. And uh, yes, so th what I do, and it's a bit of a change uh, for the last couple of months, is that I've had, I had a big change in my life a couple of years back, which is I started going through perimenopause. And I, th at that time, uh, in the last couple of years, I've been working on course creation because that's where my expertise is from. I have a master's degree in education and that's what I do. I help uh, coaches and strategists and consultants to create online courses, create programs, anything that goes with learning experiences. But a couple of months ago, I started noticing that the perimenopause did take over most of what I could do. Um, and we can talk more about the symptoms afterwards and all of that, but it kind of took over pretty much my life and the business and how I was doing business. 
And I started noticing around me that a lot more people were going through the same thing as me as business owner. So that's, that's where the shift came from. And I wanted to create a podcast a long time ago, never had the guts to do it. But this kind of screamed at me, like from very, very deep, and I needed to start the broadcast. So the podcast happened a couple of months, uh, a month and a half ago, I think already. Uh, so the Brain on Strike podcast has been out there for a couple of weeks. And uh, yeah, so that's where I share my experience and others' experiences going through perimenopause. And now I can add as a business owner. Definitely. Um, now, I previously to you releasing that podcast had never heard of perimenopause. I'd heard of the menopause. I knew what yeah. that was. Um, but I'd never heard of perimenopause. So do you kind of want to give us a, a rough outline of, of the, the differences? Or Absolutely. Uh, it's one that we kind of make the difference and not the difference at the same time. And I can tell you that there's also a post-menopause. It's just something else that we look forward to. Uh, so the difference is basically is that menopause is one day in the life. So menopause is the day that we haven't had our period for a year. So when you haven't had your period for a year, you can check that you're in menopause. So that's one day in the life. Everything that comes before is perimenopause. Everything that comes after is postmenopause. So this is where we have the symptoms. So most of the common symptoms, and if I ask you, so what do you think are the symptoms of perimenopause? Um, I mean, the first one that will come to my mind will be sort of the hot flushes, I'm guessing. Yes. Okay. So, so the two most common ones are hot flashes and uh, also the, uh, and I have another part of <laughs> being perimenopausal is that you forget words. Has so, your brain gone on strike? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly where the, the, the name of the podcast actually comes from. Um, so it's the hot flashes and also the night sweats and the mood swings. So those are the three that usually comes up because most people laugh about it. You know, it's a joke now. Of, oh, you're having a hot flash. You know, I can see the meme of go outside and de-ice the entryway, you know, <laughs> because you're having a hot flash or something like that. But for the longest of time, that's what it all revolved around. You know, you're moody, you have mood swings, you have hot flashes and you have the night sweats. But that's not really the whole picture. And I can tell you my own symptoms, but the fact is not anyone is going through it the same way. No one is going through it the same way. So I personally don't have the night sweats. I almost don't have any hot flashes, which is really, really, I'm happy with that. Uh, but I have, my brain goes on strike. So mostly for me, it's the brain. So I forget a lot of things. I forget words as well, just like I just did. Um, and it's all common words, like things that should come to me easily just is not there anymore. And I get angrier and frustrated because I cannot find the, the word, you know. So there's a lot of that. There's also brain fog, which I feel that I sit at my desk to work and I'm all over the place and I just cannot concentrate. So the focus, um, there's a lot of anger. Actually, for me, it comes up as anger. Of it just bursts out of me and I have to control myself and I it just happens like with no reasons. Um, 
but there are all, all sorts of other symptoms like uh, dry skin, uh, loss of hair. You can have, um, I should have listed uh, a, lo a lot of the, the symptoms. I should have had that nearby. But, you know, there's also uh, frustration, overwhelm, lack of focus, uh, not caring anymore. There's a lot of things I don't care about anymore, you know. And someone was saying that it's kind of our hormones, hormones as we are in our fertile period are kind of lacking and making us moodier and like nicer to be around, I believe. I don't know. That's the case. But at one point, your hormones kind of shift and you're like, ah, I don't care anymore, you know? So that's a good impact actually for me. But it really depends. And there's a lot of symptoms out there. And the thing is, we don't know when it starts and we don't know when it ends. So I started a couple of years back not knowing this is what it was, but I don't know when it's going to end. And I don't know if the symptoms are going to change. So I don't know if it's going to get worse. If it's not going to get worse, am I going to have the hot flashes at one point? I don't know. So one of the things that I've uh, been impressed with from yourself um, is the the openness and the honesty about what you're doing. You've spoken a lot about it on social media, not just because of the podcast, but because of wanting, I suppose, to, to help other people and, and, and that. And, and I think that what you've been trying to do has clearly worked, because even if you just use me as an example, I didn't know perimenopause was a thing until I saw you were talking about it. Yeah. And that's something that, that, you know, again, to use me as an example, my wife is, is uh, dealing with now. So I've all of a sudden got a bit more sympathy, which... Yeah. I should have had previously, but again, if we don't know this stuff, like again, uh, the wife—I shouldn't call it the wife. My wife is um, is listening to your podcast, and I know she's gaining from that. I've listened to, I think, the first episode. You're on my list. Let's put it that way. Um, but so you are putting that out there, and I like how honest and open you are. What 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 kind of first motivated you to to come out and be that open about it? I don't know. Right. I really don't know, and it's. I'm putting that on the impacts that the Perry is having on me, the positive impact of not caring what other people will think anymore. So that's, I think that's kind of one of the big thing of, I don't know, there was something inside of me screaming that I had to talk about that. I had to do something about it. And I just followed my instincts for once. <laughs> and it's kind of, it's kind of helping because the problem is if, you don't know about it, but I didn't know about it. And your wife probably didn't know about it. She didn't know that it was coming. And that, that's one of the problem of not us not talking about it. Everyone knows about menopause. Everyone knows about menopause. Nobody knows of what happens before. And, and as I'm having these conversations with other people that are going through perimenopause, that's what's coming out of it, of, my mom passed away when, I, when she was 45. I was 22. She didn't start going through perimenopause yet, you know? So, or, or she was, but we didn't know, you know, something else took over and, you know, she, she, she got cancer and she died pretty much after. But I do not have this information from my past of how it happened to her. And my, my grandma is the same thing. She, she had an hysterectomy. So we don't know, you know, we don't know how it went. So... And doctors are not talking about it and they're not 
you know, they kind of don't know what to expect. So it's kind of hard because we're not having these conversations. But now it's starting to grow. I know there was um, there was a documentary uh, in uh, the UK. I don't remember her name. Davina McCall, I think. Yeah. No, so, so there was this... Uh, this uh, this documentary. There was one in Quebec as well. Someone uh, publicly, uh, a public figure, did a, a something like that as well. So we're starting to talk about it. But if we're not open about it and we don't share our struggles, nobody will know that what they're going through is normal. Do you? I'm not wishing to second guess here, but do yeah. you think potentially the fact that people weren't talking about it is what may be driven you in the first place? If you're not seeing that, yeah. so I look at myself with this 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 podcast, for example. When I released this, I, I didn't think there was enough in this form for instructors, <laughs> and I can remember sitting back and being like, "Well, I wish someone would do it," and then thinking, "Well, I can sit back and wish someone would do it, or I could do it." Yeah. So do you think there was a little bit of that for you? Like almost, well, no one else is. I will carry the burden. I will take the. Yeah, yeah, probably. And it's funny because now that I'm into it, I can see that there's a lot more people talking about it. And there are other podcasts and other experts in there, out there. But I'm kind of not doing it the same way because for me, it's really all about the brain. And it's all about the impact that the Perry is having on how I show up, who I am even, because and it's not, I don't know if it's something that you discuss with your wife, but for me, it's really, I don't know who I am anymore. Things I used to do easily before, I cannot do anymore, or I have to do, but differently, like learning. You know, I'm a teacher. I love to love, I love to learn. You know, I'm always learning. But the past few years, I just cannot concentrate and read as much as I used to and apply it and do it the same way. And when there's complexity involved, I kind of shy away from it because it's too much information at the same time. And I just like, uh, brain just goes on strike again, you know? So for me, that was the important part of it and redefining our identity through it. But most of the stuff out there is about nutrition, which is really, really important and exercise and everything that's related to the bodily symptoms, you know, of, you know, the hormones and the sex drive and, and the mood swings. But for me, it was all about the brain and how can I help people do that? And most recently, that's why the, the business owner part of the, the podcast is happening is that there's a lot more going on right now in corporate, in corporate, you know, a lot of people I know in the UK, you're starting to have something really huge where you want to, where they want to, uh, to create policies inside of corporate headquarters and all of that to help with this transition in life. But business owners don't have that. And we are the face of our business, solopreneur, and we have to do it ourselves. If I'm not feeling good one day and my brain is not there, who's going to take a sack? You know, who's going to take over? Who's going to help me? No one, no one will say, just go home, rest, take a day off. Everything will be fine. You'll still be on the payroll. You'll still have the money. But business owner, it's not the same thing. And having these conversations, like, okay. You know, there's something else to be done there. So we can actually rise from this and just continue being because a lot of people just stop at this point because it's overwhelming. I think, I think that's fascinating. I think you make some really interesting points there because it's like this is something that affects, you know, roughly half of the population. Half and of the population, yeah. 
Yeah. And when you, I look at driving instructors, because obviously this podcast is primarily aimed at driving instructors, yes. and there's, there's about 40,000 here, here in the UK. And I don't know the percentage off the top of my head, but obviously a, a significant portion of that is is female or, or someone that identifies as female. And, you know, they're going to uh, experience this. And I think, well, if we're not talking about it, who's here to support them? And I, I look at it sometimes and I think that not just as our industry, but I think as, as, as a public, th- there's been that history of, of ignoring the struggles that, the 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 women or people that identify as female or people that suffer uh, struggle with the menopause go through. How much of that do you think is 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 played out that ignoring it because it's a a male dominated society? It is. It is, and it's actually part of the conversation right now. I'm not I, I I'm not too involved with it, but there is this part of well doctors and you know the medicine part of it is mostly well, at least before, was mostly male. And, you know, here there's there's a big thing right now, and I know it's going on in the UK as well, but they want to get the public system to pay for hormonal therapy, you know, to pay for the real deal, like the, the, the bio-identical one. Right now they pay for the, the, the genetically, you know, done in, in, in the lab thing. So that's what they pay for. But right now we're pushing to get it, to get the real thing, you know, to get the HRT. And someone was saying, you know, men get testosterone, the real deal. Why is there a balance there? You know, and and the same thing is true in uh, doctors here don't get uh, in, in Canada, they don't get the information about how to read hormonal charts because it's mostly for, uh, and OBGYN, OBGYN, is that the term? Yeah, for people that deliver baby, you know, because that's what the hormones are usually concentrated on. So if you go to your doctor and you say, I think I have perimenopause, they will say, okay, let's draw blood, but they will draw blood for, you know, diabetes, for everything else, but not for that because they don't know how to read it. Most of them don't know how to read it. So that's why most people going through this ends up on antidepressant or other types of anxiety med or things like that, because they focus on one of the symptoms and take it as itself, you know, which is, which in some case must, might be it. But when you're going through perimenopause, there's a lot more going on. So, but yes, you're right. The, The male dominated culture is making it so that our problems are maybe not as high on the radar as as they should be but now that the voices are rising people are recognizing it and talking about it it's probably going to shift yeah i think that you're doing a brilliant good job of talking about it but the uh, bring it back to our industry again the, the like you said these are uh, we're business owners that, that's what we are you know we we're poorly you know forget yeah. the perimenopause we're poorly we lose money you know yeah, yeah, yeah. and so what what would be kind of the first advice you would give to someone um who's I suppose whatever the symptoms are I suppose it's going to differ from person to person but 
to someone that is suffering with perimenopause and is maybe stressed about having to take time off work and, you know, should they go and force themselves to do these lessons where they've got to be on the ball for two hours? Because if they're not, you know, someone could go disastrously long. What would kind of be the the, the advice or, or words of wisdom you would throw that way? Yeah, I, I can only talk for me and from my experience or others I've talked to. But the first thing I always say is that you have to start thinking of what you need right now. What's happening right now in the moment? If you're overwhelmed over something that used to take you two minutes to do, then it might be a good idea to revisit that idea of how you will make it happen and how you will show up. Because like I said before, there's a lot of things that I used to be able to do that I can't anymore do the same way that I used to do it before. So if it means that if I was a driving instructor, if I was going back to back, like, you know, with, with driving instructors, not driving instructors, but, you know, with the trainees and yeah. going like back to back hours to hours, it might have been okay before, but now you need more breaks. You need to recharge your batteries because like you said, you have to be like, it's not like me in front of my computer. You know, I can turn <laughs> off the computer for five minutes and I can leave, you know, and walk and do other things. When you're in a car with a 17-year-old or a 19-year-old or a mother of four, you know, there's something else that you need to think about of it's your safety, it's their safety, it's the safety of everyone, you know, on the road. But there's that to consider and being on top of your game. So, So actually just taking stock of what's happening right now and making sure that you put yourself first, which is complicated for us business owners. It's again another really interesting point because I'm I'm reflecting on this and I'm I'm fairly confident that I don't have perimenopause, but <laughs> that's know. exactly what I've done this year. You know, I, I had some yeah. other health issues and I took stock and, and I did exactly what you said. I started putting myself first. And one of the big things I didn't have spoke about this on the show previously was I put longer time between my lessons. Yes. And it's yes, it's made my days longer. But the time in between is great. I'm enjoying my lessons more. I'm able to give a better lesson to my students because I'm I'm more prepared and better for it. And and this is someone that doesn't have perimenopause. So I think yeah. that, that that advice, I think, you know, I think was brilliant advice. And I think that how how important or do you think it'll be you know worthwhile communicating that with the students? You know, telling them, look, I am, and I know it's down to the individual whether they're comfortable yeah. saying it, but communicating with their students like, I'm suffering with this at the minute you're gonna have to bear with me or this is what I'm changing because of yeah it's that that's actually the big question and it's the one that's been coming up in the conversation I'm having of do I disclose it or not because there's a lot of negative image around perimenopause and going out there and saying to someone you know today I don't know how I'm gonna show up there might be some people that don't like that, that want to keep, you know, that want you to be on top of your game and being like 200%. And it's fine because that's really how I still want to show up. But some days I'm more tired. Someday I'm less focused. Someday I'm more overwhelmed of the little things, you know, or angrier or more frustrated easily because I'm, I have a mood swing and it's like, just don't do that. You know, it's like, stop it. I have a seven-year-old at home. So you know, it's like, <laughs> it happens from time to time, but, but it's really up to the person, I think, 
to decide how they want to do it. I think that just saying to someone, okay, we were supposed to have a call tomorrow at three. Could we please just push it back an hour or half an hour so I can get time to just, you know, I want to be on top of my game. And I don't think that you need to say necessarily I'm perimenopausal. I'm going through this. You just need to say, I need more time or I need more space because I want to give the best to you so you can get the most out of the service or the, you know, I'm offering. Um, I know it's not the same thing, so I'm not meaning to, to overly compare, but I, I mentioned my health issues. I've got something called Gilbert syndrome, which is the worst sounding thing in the world, Gilbert syndrome. But, you know, there's only me that gets that, <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. Um, but it flares up now and again. And what I tend to send to my students is just say, look, I've got this thing. Generally, there's no problem. Now and again, it flares up. When it flares up, I might want to do 90 minutes rather than two hours. Yeah. And to the best of my recollection, I've never had anyone that's complained about that. I think they've always appreciated the honesty. I think they'd appreciate that more than me just being, you know, texting them that day randomly and saying, oh, no lesson today. Yes. You know, I think that that openness tends to help. But but the, the other thing I wanted to ask you, and again, we'll probably get into this in, in more detail further down the line, but as as uh, someone that's married to uh, my wife, obviously, um, obviously. <laughs> yeah, um, how could I support her? What, what could I do to support her while she's going through this? Yeah, I think that the first thing is being open and being open to hearing that person out. Because like I said, nobody's going through it the same way. So you might hear someone say, okay, I've got mood swings and then try to say, okay, I know you're going through Perry and you have mood swings and blah, blah, blah. But maybe that's not what the person is experiencing. So trying to be open to have honest conversation, like you just said, with your, your spouse as well, or your partner, or, you know, even your family, because it affects pretty much everyone around you. You know, in my case, the kid has to know what's happening as well, because I might snap, you know, at him for no reason. So he needs, he needs to know as well. So being honest, being, giving them space, because I feel that we don't know what's happening to us and we can't. Actually, for me, I don't know for everyone else, but for me, I tend to go inwards and not talk about anything because I'm kind of working through it and trying to make sense of it and trying to find a solution and, and not pitying myself. But at some point it does, you know, of why can't I do this anymore? And there's a lot of uh, questioning ourselves. There's a lot of reflection. So I tend to go inwards, which is kind of complicated because then I don't talk about my things. So trying to be open and giving space like that is really, really helpful. And, and you know, just, just wanting to be there and, and knowing that the person will change because obviously we need to. And being opening, open, open about changing too because, you know, when someone changes in a relationship, usually it impacts how we interact with that person as well. So you will have to change probably, you know, it's not something we want to hear, but at some point, you know, I don't care anymore. So there's a lot of things that I want, I, I was open to do before. I'm like, now I'm like, ah, deal with it, you know, or no, I don't want to hear about that. So just go to someone else. So, you know, it's how we've been interacting with that person kind of changes our relationship. And sometimes it puts strains on relationship as well. So 
So we need to be open to say, okay, it's okay. It's a transition. Just we have to learn to to go through it together. One of the sort of the the, the biggest most profound moments of, of my life, if you like, was uh, with my wife when um, she was talking to me about some, and I'm, I'm a fixer. So I always try and fix stuff. Yeah. So she told me I'm trying to fix it. And she just snapped at me and shouted and she went, I don't want you to fix it. I just want you to listen. And I yeah. suddenly realized that because we don't always want other people to fix those problems, do we? Sometimes you just need someone to talk to. And I think yes. that's, that's important as well. Just, just being there for people sometimes. Yeah. And it's perimenopause adds a level of complexity because our, you know, I have a partner, male, and you, it's the same thing. You will never understand what we're going through. It's not like talking with, you know, my best friend or talking with someone that's going through it or could go through it. And I've gone through hormonal chains or their lives. Even if they don't understand exactly, they still kind of get a feeling of what's happening and what's it. But you guys, you know, there's a level there that adds the complexity of, okay, you know, I'm open, I'm honest about it, I want the support, but at the same time, there there's a missing part there that, you know, that that you cannot really get. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I want to speak about your podcast for a minute before we wrap up, because um, aside from having one of the, the the most brilliant names and sort of best piece of artwork on a, a Corrava podcast I've seen, it's also a great podcast, you know, the, the idea behind it, the premise behind it. So tell us a little bit about uh, your podcast, how it came about. I was kind of touched on that before, but how it came about and where you want it to go. Yeah, Um I don't have any future plans. Honestly, I think that I kind of want to start a community of a network of, uh, of people that are going through it that can help each other out because that's really the goal of the podcast is to share these individual experiences that anyone can relate to so they know that they're not by themselves. You know, it's not something that they, they have to go through it alone someone else is going through the same thing at the same, you know, right now, or I've gone through it and I've found solution. That's really one of the part of it. And the other part is that I want to share these diverse experience, not just myself, but other people's as well, because, well, no one goes through it the same way and you have to find what works for you. No, Uh, some people will go with the hormonal replacement therapy. The others don't want to go there. And both are okay. You just have to find what works for you. So having these diverse experiences and talking about it and sharing the content is, is really what's important. And, and like I said before, the, you know, it's like, it's bigger than me. I feel it's not just me. It's really for the, yeah, it's bigger than me. So I don't know how to explain it, but I just have to put it out there and see what happens. But yeah, it's uh, the, and, and the name has been, it's not easy for people to understand what it is about when they see it, you know, the brain with the, the lightning strike on top of it and brain on strike. So there's a bit of explaining to do. But when I talk to other business owners going through it, they're like, you know, you're spot on. That's that's really what my brain is going through. My brain just decides to go on strike. You know, it's not there anymore. So and it kind of <laughs> came in a, in a yeah. 
and the lightning bolt at one point I was like writing and just came to me. I'm like, oh my God, that's it. And, and I have to thank Robin for his brilliant idea of the brain and the lightning strike because I was not going there at all. Mine was very conceptual with the brain walking away with, you know, with a stick and, and, you know, strike on it. And then, you know, Robin said, no, just use the brain lightning strike and that's it. And you're gone. So, so yeah. It, it honestly, it annoyed me because I'm like, I want five podcasts out and then Annie comes along with her first podcast and just knocks it out at park with his cover. I'm like, that's just annoying. <laughs> but no, it's called Brain on Strike. And everyone listening now, what I want you to do is I want you to just go and go and check it out. Um, search for it. There'll be a link in the show notes. Um, and Annie will be up on my website, uh, which is www.theinstructorpodcast.com. At some point, I'm a little bit behind, but at some point there'll be a link to all your stuff on there as well. So uh, go and check it out and give it a listen. I suppose especially if you're someone that's either dealing with this or is anticipating it not too far around the corner. But I'm sure it's you know great for anyone to listen to to go and, like I say, help support your partner or, or whatever, especially if you're a business owner, which I'll probably guess about 99% of people listening to this are. So, yes, I, I strongly recommend you go and do that. But I've just promoted your podcast for you for some reason, but is there anything you would like to promote while you're on here? No, I'm good. I'm good. Right now I have, I have a, a guide that you can download. It's called Don't Be a Grinch This Christmas. Uh, it's, uh, I was, I, I was seeing Christmas coming <laughs> on the horizon a couple of weeks ago and I'm like, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. So I kind of devised the plan for myself. It's a six step guide, uh, six or eight. I don't remember. I never remember, but there's steps. And just to make sure that you clear your head and you get a head start even three weeks before Christmas. So you get over with. So if, uh, if that's, if that's what you need to clear your head and just make sure that, you have a clear path to Christmas and you stay sane and you enjoy your holiday and you don't turn into a Grinch because that's, that's a perimenopausal Grinch. That's one Grinch I wouldn't want to have sitting next to me. <laughs> um, and where can people get the six slash eight steps to not being a Grinch at Christmas guide? <laughs> I'm going to give you my beacons address so you can put it in the show notes, but it's beacons, B E A C O N S dot A I backslash slash forward slash i never know forward slash uh brain on strike Fair <laughs> enough. the show notes it's gonna be easier that <laughs> yeah. way check out the show notes and it will be on the website before too long i also just want to mention while while you're on it annie did the first ever test talk for my uh, patreon channel a wonderful test talk about how to create content for your course as you mentioned at the beginning about uh yeah. being the course crusher so you know if you uh, if you're enjoying what you hear from annie feel make sure you get in touch with her um so yeah a big thank you for that that uh, i know all the guys that have watched that have enjoyed it as well so a big thank you for that and uh, thank you for joining me today it's been brilliant before you go i'm going to throw you under the bus slightly um because of i forgot course. i forgot to mention this to you as i do uh organizers ever i'm going to ask you to leave us with a book recommendation oh, can wow. be any fiction or non-fiction whatever you fancy i'm actually reading the calculating stars i haven't been able to put it down it's right. like literally i started yesterday morning and i'm almost done it's like it's a space exploration uh, in the 50s, it's it's really, really amazing. Awesome. I will, I will add that to my list because all these books I've got people recommending, I've now got to work my way through these next year. So this is going to be fun. Uh, but no, <laughs> really appreciate you joining us today, Annie. I'm uh, very much looking forward to getting you on for a bit more in-depth in season three. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me and having this conversation. 
the Instructor Podcast with Terry Cook, talking with leaders, innovators, experts and game changers about what drives them.